0: The vibes are tight and right. Hello, hi. How are you? How the hell are you? I'm fine. Thanks for asking. Thanks. I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. I, I mean, uh... other than the cicada invasion that's currently plaguing the nation's capital.
1: <laughs> A friend of mine posted an Insta story to her story that I was almost going to share because I felt it very deeply, but I didn't want to hurt Super Husband's feelings. And it literally they're, was they're incapable of being hurt. <laughs> it literally was. We don't need any more cicada pictures. Thanks, the management.
0: (laughs) We, um... So, speaking of which, super husband had the great idea yesterday, instead of making pancakes, which has kind of been a Sunday morning ritual, instead, like, it was gonna be super hot, and he says, so before it gets warm, why don't we take a walk over to Duncan? Because it's only a couple Mm -hmm. blocks away. And it was, like, gonna get super hot and nasty, so... So the kids, yay! And we start Duncan. walking. It should take five to 10 minutes to walk there. Mm-hmm. However, due to the cicadaness of it all and having to carefully wind your way so you don't constantly step on c- cicada carcasses, tripled the amount of time it took Ugh. to get there. And then, I mean, I'm glad older daughter is not afraid of bugs now or cicada carcasses at least. She was picking them up though and decorating her mask with them, you saw those pictures, yeah? Oh yeah, I did. And I said, "Hun, I don't know if they're gonna let you into Duncan, wearing <laughs> those cicadas all over your shirt and your mask and she said, I bet they will. I just marched right in there and I thought to myself, God, when is the last time I had that level of confidence about anything in my life? <laughs> she was like oh, let's find out let's, I'll take that bet and guess who said anything to her not no a one. soul no one no one even blinked like, they were like look at that bug child <laughs> hey hey how, maybe how creative she's, uh, she is maybe she's half reptilian huh maybe Maybe you you don't maybe. ask. You maybe. don't ask, you don't ask that kind of thing in polite company. Um she's uh descended from ancient Babylonian deities <laughs> and reptile people. I can actually pinpoint when the last time I had that level of
1: confidence was. Oh. Yeah. So, I was in second grade maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I used to take group piano lessons which are worthless. Yeah. Like yeah, no yeah. no offense to like the teachers that were doing it and like the programs and like my parents we didn't have I wanted to take an instrument. We decided on piano because that what we had a like a keyboard with full size keys at home. This mm-hmm. was before you had the type that was pressure sensitive, so mm-hmm. no matter what it was going to play the sound, but it was it was a like a normal sized keyboard. <laughs> Not just like the little dudes. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So they were like this, you will take piano because that way we don't have to rent like a violin, a flute, whatever.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So individual piano lessons are incredibly expensive.
0: Mm-hmm. Or at
1: least they definitely were for yep. Yep. our family oh, at that are. time. They still okay. are. <laughs> and um, so they were like, they found these group lessons that someone was giving out of my school. So they were like you can do this. And I was like, great. I was so jazzed. I really wanted to take violin and they were like, really not Aww. into that. Um because the violin was the most expensive thing to rent. Yeah. Yeah. And sure. they really were not into the idea of me learning like anything that could go you know, anyway. Uh-huh. So so what we did in these classes like we didn't have individual keyboards or anything like that. I didn't take my keyboard to class. What it was was there were wooden fake keyboards that you would practice on and then one of us would go up to like the upright piano and like anyway whatever this is all beside the point so my mother is very very tiny and she used to have a ha- haircut like jamie lee curtis in freaky friday you know the short you know that, always did yeah. that her hair very short it's a very popular style when it's, i was that age it's also, still popular it looks
0: great on jamie lee curtis i bet it looked great on her
1: it looked fantastic on my mother. However, it was quite popular. So I was leaving, I was coming out of class, really excited to like see my mom and talked about what I learned that day, because I was full of confidence and vim and vigor. And I open the door and I see through the, like the, you know, the bulletproof shatterproof glass window of the mm-hmm. library door, a short woman with that haircut who I assume is my mother. So I walk up and I hug her really hard from behind. Oh, I feel
0: that. I feel that.
1: It was not my mother. Oh, and um, never had confidence oh, no. again because oh, the woman no. who I hugged was not cool about it. <laughs> she wasn't, like, bad about it, but it was she was very just like, who are you? What is this? And then they she started making fun of me, and oh, I could not handle no. being made oh, fun no. of. And, like, she, it wasn't even in, like, a horrible way. Like, it was definitely in a way where if it was, like, me now, I would probably be like, hee, hee, hee. But right. as a very impressionable like fragile second grader once I was just like, well, never again will I have confidence.
0: So I did something similar when I was seven or eight. So it would have been about that same age. Mm -hmm. Right. So I was, I remember I was at the mall with my mom. It was a kind, we were in a department store. So there were escalators in the department store because of the different levels. And we were going down an escalator and I assume my mom was standing right next to me. So, cause she's always next to me cause she is my mom and we were together. And so I grab her hand and kind of lean into her. And the lady that was standing next to me was like, Oh, hi, honey. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I kind of stood back and looked at her in horror. I was like, ah. <laughs> my mom was apparently two steps behind me. And was just laughing her ass off at that point and <laughs> just, like, thought that was hilarious.
1: She <laughs> has a much nicer way to respond.
0: <laughs> She's like, this is random child is showing me such affection.
1: <laughs> meanwhile, and so, like, I don't trust anything like that. So, meanwhile, back at several law firms ago where I worked... Um, We tutored kids and we had like at the end of the like reading tutoring season, we had, we had them come and like see the firm and we had like a pizza party and stuff like that. And one kid came up from behind me and hugged me and put his hands on my face. This was not an adorable thing. This was he'd put his hands somewhere and then put them on my face. Because then all of, like, the kids, like, were laughing. at Like, this is a fifth grade child. Like, you don't let these kids touch you. And then I was just like, hello? And he was like, ha, 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 ha. And I was like, I definitely am going to have pink eye or something. Now. Oh, no. I did or, not get pink
0: eye, but
1: I did not Per, per our last that. show,
0: explosive diarrhea and pink eye at the same time. <laughs> Together? <laughs> Together? Sorry, I got to get out of the branding line now. Bye. <laughs> Bye. So, welcome Welcome. Welcome. Surprise, bitch. I bet you thought you'd seen the last of me.
1: Surprise, bitch. You thought you saw the last of me. More Tales of Maryland. Uh, Oh, no. (laughs)
0: Maryland is back on this week's episode of the Wine Times Mystery Podcast. It is
1: not fully Maryland. However, I posted the little audiogram and several people who I'm like, you don't fucking listen to my podcast. I see these analytics. Fucking recommend this to your friends. But, like, neighbors like because i posted going like hey marylanders like to like my facebook like Ah. hey marylanders check it out i think all they listened to was the audiogram but they (laughs) all started going like well why didn't you do this well why didn't you do this well why didn't you do this and i was like interesting so i have three stories two were suggested to me and then one was sort of tangential
0: Is this just a Maryland podcast now? Did that happen without my consent? (laughs) I feel violated. (laughs) Orioles magic, let it happen. She she says wearing a Nationals. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Please, Please. come on. I mean, they're both at
1: the bottom of their conferences. Like, what are we going to do? So anyway.
0: So there is a
1: secondary theme, which you'll see. And it is actually not all Maryland, but the Marylanders thought one was in Maryland and it's not in Maryland. Anyway, whatever. So, are you in story... Norago, Virginia?
0: Is that what this is?
1: Story oh, number one is the Snallygaster. I'm Have sorry, you the... heard
0: the Snallygaster.
1: Have you heard of the Snallygaster?
0: Is that a Muppet on Sesame Street? I never heard of before.
1: It is not Snuffleupagus, but thank you. Um, the Snallygaster yeah, so... sounds
0: like Snuffleupagus's long distance cousin or something.
1: Who like it's kind of shady uh um, oh, like so Pin
0: pals and he comes to visit one episode and then they realize they're way better off as Pin pals and in oh yeah and it's like, not that cool yeah totally. um
1: so the snallygaster actually is a beer festival what now it's named after this cryptid but oh, there's I've not a...
0: heard about this beer festival where where in maryland is it, is it balmer oh
1: washington d-, d washington dc's biggest beer festival sorry my bad oh
0: oh so so merlin can even represent enough to have its own beer festival about its own cryptid its own
1: its own twitter says the east coast's greatest beer festival and it's returning in october of 2021 um i yeah i guess it's usually downtown yeah so did this Um, cryptid like to
0: drink is that what this is about
1: the cryptid is german so so yes Yes. Yeah. Okay. So the Snallygaster is a half reptile, half bird, half bird creature.
0: More reptiles. with
1: With a metallic beak, razor claws, and teeth, an eye in the center of its forehead that screeches like a train whistle. It steals farm animals and children. Wait, and the it eye is in whistles,
0: or the eye is just in the middle of his head. The, and the eye's it, middle of his
1: forehead. It, yeah. it as an animal emits whistle, like it screeches, and it sounds like a, a locomotive whistle.
0: I'm imagining something that kind of looks like an emu. Is that? <laughs> uh, let me share with, with you. one eye. You make Shelly it sound so cute daughter, until you described it, and then it sounded awful. Do you see it? Ew. <laughs> okay not an ew not like an emu at all Ooh, that thing is okay yeah. it's more it's more dr seuss than anything else well i mean the
1: style of this drawing yes uh the snally logo f- for the um for the beer festival it just has a little dragon and this guy's <laughs> so. german uh it is based off of uh the german wo- snally gaster is based off the german word schneller geist which means quick ghost so there's that so it's
0: it's a but it's not a ghost. It's, it's No. Oh, no. Okay. It's like a dragon cryptid creature. Uh, Did it come from it, the same lab as A. <laughs>
1: no, it lives in uh, Frederick County. <gasps>
0: I knew it.
1: In the caves of South Mountain. There are stories of the Snallygaster from as early as the 1730s from the early German settlers. Wow. One of the first media mentions of it is in February of 1909. Whoa. In the Middletown Valley Register, Middletown is a town in Maryland, um, that where a man named T C Harbaugh 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 wrote a letter saying that there was he was in Ohio and he wrote that there was a gigantic monster headed for Maryland. And he described <laughs> he was it talking about himself. It's a gigantic <laughs> monster! Hey ladies, a hey. brother was to this podcast. <laughs> It was. This was his suggestion. Uh, the snallygaster. So, <laughs> so after he writes this letter, of course, rep- sightings and reports of the snallygaster come flooding in. everyone seeing of the snallygaster. Course. Smithsonian offers a reward for its hide, and oh. Teddy Ro- Teddy Roosevelt considers postponing an international trip so he can go hunt it.
0: You know, <laughs> I kind of wish that that had happened. Right? I kind of do. Where would history have taken us today? How I would don't know. Be um,
1: some reports say Amazing. that it, it was it laid an egg near Burkittsville. Ooh. Burkitts Burkittsville being Blair Witch Town.
0: Oh. Uh, <laughs> see, it's all coming together now. But also, ew. who did it mate with? Ew. So, I read one article, and I don't know where they get this.
1: St- this thing that's saying that the the, the lifespan of a snallygaster is like twenty to thirty years, so that they, i just like what? So I guess oh. there's multiple snallygasters there and are they lay eggs, eggs, literally oh, ba- dozens of them, baker's dozens. So in 1923, uh, Charles main who owns Maine Ice Cream, also a Middletown mm-hmm. thing, he encountered it and it had a 12 to 14 foot wingspan. And at times, it threw out long streamers like the arms of an octopus, which is why that photo was had a bunch of tentacles on it.
0: This is, this reminds me of that movie that we watched from Movie Club with the poofs. Oh! <laughs> God, what was that movie called? What was that movie? It was so good, but yeah, the poofs had those tentacle things that would just there's a, fly out there's and a grab poof. you.
1: There's a poof on the roof! Yeah. <laughs> and that's Poole literally what on I'm... Roof. There's a poof on the roof. On the roof. Save yourselves. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Inspiration four. I thought you were going to say love and monsters
0: because of all of the goopy monsters. No, it sounds like the poof with the the little arms that would just projectile out and sucker onto things and drag them in. Oh, there you go. In
1: 1932... Uh, In December, the Hagerstown Morning Herald reported the death of the (gasps) Snallygaster, saying that it was lured to a moonshine still in Frog Hollow. (laughs) Who knows, Frog Hollow. Uh, It was overcome by the fumes and drowned in the alcohol vat, which also conveniently destroyed its body.
0: Look, I mean, moonshine (laughs) is strong stuff, and if you're not used to it, like, you don't fuck around with that shit. That's all I'm saying. No, no. Snallygast... Learn the hard way. So people –
1: this was so widespread that people would actually paint hex signs, like witch signs, on their barns to try and keep the Snallygaster away from their animals. And so, yeah, so there's a couple theories, right? One, it's true, and there's a fucking Snallygaster. Two, it was a legend created by the Moonshiners to keep, like, agents away from discovering I them. like that. And then, like that. oh, now it's dead and we don't have the body anymore. Oops. <gasps> um, And also, idea three, uh, T.C. Harbaugh, who wrote that original letter. Hey, ladies. Was, hey-o, was actually from Middletown. He was in Ohio, mm-hmm. but he was from Middletown and was an author and was maybe he was trying to uh, write, get see. some excitement going about his town and early social media buzz yeah, you know sure. because it was actually a legend right it's been the legend's yeah. been around since the 1700s but this was like the media push right man now i do not know why this is so but there is only one natural enemy to the staligaster it is it is the Dwayo. Which we will what? talk about next. Uh, story number two. What? The Dwayo, which is the Maryland Wolfman. You uh, guys the... have a Wolfman too? We have everything crabs, I mean... Obey, baseball, <laughs> football, beaches, mountain farms, and cryptids of all types. Um, Apparently. Damn. So. The duo is very similar to the German folklore Hexenwolf, which is a much better name.
0: Oh, I do like that.
1: It's, it's a bipedal wolf that walks like a man, and the first printed sighting was in 1944 in West Middleton, Frederick. Frederick. Frederick again. Middleton is Middleton is just like let's fucking invent some shit. Um, so in 1945, there was a story in the Frederick News Post that a man named John Becker heard something out. In his on his land, goes out to investigate the strange noise, and he, he's, he sees something that is as big as a bear, nope. has long black hair, nope. a bushy tail, nope. and growled like a wolf, and was walking on its hind legs. And
0: that's why you never go out to investigate, no. John? No, you lo- no, you make sure everything's locked. You're gonna die, stay in the house. Outsides for dead people. He says he chased it away, and so I'm like, mm. Did you, you chased it away. You chased it away the giant bear wolfman thing. Okay. Right. Uh, in okay. 1966, a man known only as Jim A. in reports,
1: uh, encountered the Dwayo in Gambrel State Park, which is in Frederick. He said he encountered something that had a triangle-shaped head and that its legs stuck out kind of from the side of its trunk so that when it walked, it was kind of moving like a spider.
0: No. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> no. Fucking, thank you, man. One, one no, might say a spider. And I don't what- ever want to see you make that movement again. Uh-oh. One might say a spider.
1: Or a crab.
0: <gasps> again, I said uh- don't move like that again. I said. I said don't move like that again. He, he said it oh, also oh. let
1: out a horrid scream. Of course. And then he ate it. Uh, probably. Uh, in 1976, <laughs> near Thurmont, also in Frederick, someone encountered a six-foot-tall monster profiled the wolf but he said the back legs were really muscular more like a kangaroo
0: and that it had stripes on the lower half of its body so he was close enough to see the stripes maybe on the lower half of it gross And then finally
1: in 1978 two park rangers near cunningham falls also encountered a large wolfman type (gasps) hybrid and that is the last kind of report of the Dwayo, the natural enemy of the
0: Snallycast. It, if, park, if park rangers saw this thing, it must be true because must they be would true. never violate their, their park ranger oath to protect parks. Fabricate yeah. a lie. Like, no, they wouldn't do that. Yeah, to protect really. our natural resources. Also, speaking of a Jim A, talk about a my mom moments. So she, was, she was over, over the weekend hmm And she was showing she got some new sunglasses. they were very cute. And the girl said, Oh, that those actually kind of look like moms. And she said, Well, I'm sure they're not as fancy as your your Malibu Joe's. And I just looked at her and said, <laughs> Maui Jim's? <Gems? laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> Malibu Joe. Mali, you know that Malibu Joe.
1: <laughs> um, I love your mom. Uh, as she is. Well, I like her for many reasons, but one of the many reasons is that she coined the Adolph Tipperman.
0: Adolph Tipperman. I mean, she really missed her calling into advertising. And <laughs> by advertising, I mean taking an existing name and calling it something <laughs> that it is not and really making it stick.
1: Listeners, there is a... Uh, I don't know how contained Harris Teeters are. Like, I don't know where they live in either. America. Um I think they're more than in the north that rather than like a piggly wiggly or something in the south. But we have <laughs> yeah. a, a, the <laughs> yeah. the on the piggly, East Coast, there is a chain of uh grocery stores nice. called they're nice. Harris. They're great. Harris teeters, man. Actually the grocery store in which my brother works. Yeah. So MM's mom goes, gotta go to the Adolf Tipperman. <laughs> but <laughs> well, like, she where? had just moved where? to the
0: area and she called and she, uh, like how's it going and she said okay it was great went to the grocery store said, oh which one did you go to you know the Adolf Tipperman's and I just thought about it for a minute and I said do you mean Harris Teeter because that was really the only connection I could make to any <gasps> grocery store she said yeah the Adolf Tipperman's exactly it's <laughs> so just not even to
1: close <laughs> to the point where like I will find myself saying it without Mm -hmm. even thinking about it and people will go like where and i have actually infected other people with it so it's just it's (laughs) this is the way folklore happens right it's true
0: it's true well only apparently if it comes out of frederick maryland does it ever actually make it into folklore i mean
1: frederick man um... who knew
0: who knew not me
1: So, that was the Dwayo, which I've n- I've heard of the Snallygaster. I had never heard of the Dwayo. Oh, no,
0: Dwayo. I also, it was, where that name comes from, Dwayo. I
1: don't know, because it's definitely not, like, super cool like Hexenwolf.
0: I wonder if the name of the, the two park rangers were Dwayne and Otto. And they're like, <laughs> look, we're just calling it the Dwayo. Dwayo. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, and I just like, and how on earth is it
1: the natural, like, enemy of the Snallygaster? Like, I guess it's just, I guess... I think the article that I've had was saying that, like, there's reports of them fighting. And I'm like, I feel like the Snallygaster wins. It can fly.
0: And, and Unless tentacles. the Dwayo steals the Snallygaster eggs while it's, like, off <gasps> or sleeping or something. And then it's eating eggs. And then the Snallygaster goes back. It's like, where's my baby? Yeah. When I go drown my sorrows in this vat of moonshine. In this vat of moonshine. And then we all know what happens. Before you know it. Your that, body just uh, dissolves. Gaster, well... Or they develop a taste for it, then that snally gas is starting their own cult where they're drinking like eight or nine or ten glasses of the moonshine a night.
1: Listeners, lots of callbacks to last episode, so I highly recommend you listen to both. Everybody listen to it.
0: It's crazy. So my, my final
1: tale, like I said, this is going to be a quick one, um, Non-Maryland. is non-Maryland. It is
0: mm-hmm.
1: the Bunny Man.
0: There's another animal-man hybrid? A bunny man?
1: This is not that a This doesn't cryptid. sound
0: intimidating at all.
1: This is not a cryptid. So this was suggested to me by two Marylanders who said, you should do the bunny man. And I looked it up and no, no, no. The bunny man is from Fairfax.
0: What's up, V.A.? So not a cryptid. I was envisioning a giant bunny man. And I was like, you know what? That actually sounds kind of cute. I mean, I would think something creepy like Donnie Darko style, but um Okay, fine. So, here is
1: the tale, and then we will circle back, okay? Okay. Okay. So the tale of the Bunny Man. Way back when uh in the early 1900s, um near Clifton, uh they were trying to, you know, build towns and stuff, and there was an asylum for cool. the insane. <laughs> so they decide they want to move all of those patients slash criminals to Lorton,
0: to Lorton prison. They okay. Put them all there on is a, a prison bus- in Lorton. There, there's a, th- a thing that exists. It's a thing. So they put okay. all of the Lorton's in Virginia. People- Lorton's in yes, Virginia. And further out, they put all of the
1: patients on a bus and drive them to transport them to Lorton.
0: Okay, I'm just saying it seems like a bad idea, but okay,
1: fine. The bus driver swerves to miss something. Oops. Bus tips over. Of course. Everyone escapes. Police come. They round up everyone. But two dudes. Uh-oh. One is a dude,
0: named,
1: one is a dude named Marcus who doesn't matter, and the other one <laughs> is a dude named Douglas Griffin.
0: Or Marcus. He
1: uh, matters. Well, they they, it, they <laughs> thought it was him for a while and then they Realize it wasn't him because he they found okay. him dead. So anyway, so. Oh,
0: no.
1: The one escape prisoner they don't find is Douglas Griffin. So they try to track him down and they keep finding dismembered bunnies. No. That's tragic. Which is no. why he's the bunny man. Um, Ew. Particularly, they find a lot of dismembered bunny bodies hanging from the Fairfax Station Bridge, which is the bunny man bridge and it is super creepy. Let me Ooh. refind this picture so I can show you And what you time
0: the era was bridge. this?
1: Early 1900s
0: Is this an actual photograph or is it like an art artist rendering I but, I Oh this know. is a
1: photograph of it today. Because
0: it's oh oh the, the, bridge. the bridge is okay. there. Moxie don't is is not true. She's it's just it's just an old tale. Yeah, it's not true Moxie. so that's the bridge. Oh <gasps> Uh, that's a tunnel
1: well i mean the, the you know the bridge <laughs>
0: okay. so saying. the things that
1: are hanging hang from you know
0: i mean yeah. the tunnel's kind of cool but now all i can think of is yeah
1: so they can't find douglas griffin they keep find, finding these bunny bodies so comes to halloween teens are out doing teen things on halloween under this bridge teens are wild then. Probably carousing. I mean, oh, this is early 1900s, right? So carousing, you know. You think they maybe like saw a girl's ankles or something? <gasps> Ooh. Ooh. Um, so it's clock strikes midnight and there's a lightning flash, and then Ooh. all of the teens are strung up like the bunnies <gasps> from no. the bridge.
0: Oh.
1: No. So that is the Bunny Man creepypasta. Like, the urban legend of the bunny man. Okay. Ooh, that is creepy. And the legend goes that if you go there at midnight, you you will also get bunny-manned. So we're going, right? I mean, clearly. (laughs) So, there is an archivist in Fairfax named Brian Conley who was, like, sick and tired of, like, not knowing where this urban legend came
0: from. Because it's fairly Mm -hmm. specific as far as, like, it's not just any bridge... It's this one. It was this this facility to this prison to this bridge. Yeah, very specific. Well,
1: there wasn't an asylum. Lorton Prison wasn't built until after people are saying this is happening. So, oh, it, okay. but it did have to come from somewhere. And mm-hmm. as he is a Fairfax archivist, uh, he's like, I'm going to sleuth this shit out and figure it out because there is a true story. The picture of the bridge I showed you is from an article called "The Gruesome True Story of." this Fairfax urban legend. So the actual story. Uh, So wait, first there's the holes in the urban legend. Lorton prison wasn't open yet. It wasn't open for about 15 more years. Um, There is no record of a Douglas Griffin ever existing really (laughs) um but he's like i'm gonna investigate this shit i really don't like because people kept bringing it up it's like a thing like literally two people commented like my brother and um one of our one of my parents neighbors were just like do the bunny man and i was like the one he looks it up and really it all boils down to a creepy guy in a bunny suit throwing hatchets at people on halloween
0: um that's scary enough
1: Yep. That is scary enough. Yep. Because that's that's a dude choosing to be in a bunny suit versus a dude eating bunnies. So I think like it's. When did that happen? When did that, that happen? So. What the hell? He, he investigates and he finds that in October of 1970, uh, a man named Robert Bennett and his fiance were sitting in a car on Guinea Road in Fairfax near a, a house that his uncle owned, just chatting. And up comes a man in a white suit with bunny ears, and he starts yelling at them. And he says that they're on private property, they are not, and that they are trespassing and they need to leave. And then he throws a hatchet at them, luckily misses, and they drive off. okay the 70s were a wild time two weeks later about a block away a private security guard named paul phillips sees a man standing on the porch of an uninhabited house and he's like Uh -uh. the security guard for the neighborhood right so he rolls on up and he sees that the man is in a bunny suit holding an axe and he starts he starts talking to him the whiteness of it man. all. The no. whiteness of it all that you start talking no. to a man, a trespasser no. with an axe, but whatever. Um, nope. He starts talking to him and then the bunny man gets enraged and just starts chopping away at the porch. And,
0: and that's why you never talk to the bunny man. God. And he just starts screaming
1: that all you people trespass around here. If you don't get out of here, I'll bust you in the
0: head. Um, good day, sir. Also, 911. Hello? Right? Like, listen, Paul Blart, you do not need to talk to the bunny man. You are a security guard. Yes. Very brave of you. But, like, no. Mm -mm. So. Mm -mm. You need medical (laughs) units. You need psychiatric units. You need every cop car. You need the county police. You need the state police. You need all of them there for the man in the bunny suit throwing axes. What the actual hell?
1: So there are police reports from around this time that shows they were looking for a bunny man. Um, and some of the reports said they were looking for a teen to 20s person dressed in a bunny suit. How hard is that to find? The dude in a white bunny suit. But like that also sort of contradicts that it's this guy going like, this old man, like going like, you need yes. to get off my property. But the the suggestion, and, and uh, Brian Conley does suggest that this is just his speculation. There's no proof mm-hmm. of this, that it was someone, you know, A dad bunny man perhaps
0: passed it down to like an acolyte son bunny man. He definitely has that grumpy old man get off my lawn vibe. I get it. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. So that's it. And (laughs) (laughs) it's like our own Uh, version of the Zodiac. It's like the local version (laughs) of the Zodiac. So instead of couples making out, he's really concerned about people trespassing on not his property.
1: Yeah. So, this is super pervasive, though people seem to know about it. Again, we've gotten this from multiple crazy. sources. I don't know why they associate it with Maryland. Maybe because Virginia wishes it could be Maryland.
0: Um, I think it's because we all know where the crazies live. I, I think that's true in 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 Virginia with the Bunny Man. Um, in the but
1: it is to tie it back to the Snallygaster Beer Festival. Um, there are several occasions of local breweries uh involving this dude so bad wolf bad wolf brewing in manassas released a buddy the bunny man beer which was a hoppy red red lager
0: i mean i won't try it now but was it
1: was it like a a special edition thing i think so i couldn't i could only find it on untapped i couldn't find it on bad wolf brewing's actual website so i think it was like a seasonal situation and then i mean funny um, but wow damn and then opening this summer near <gasps> Burke is going to be Bunny Man Brewing, opened by a, I think, retired
0: firefighter. So. Well, I'm sorry. I have plans this summer. I can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have plans. It's
1: going to be in so, Burke. I don't
0: know if you've ever heard of it. It's in
1: Fairfax. Uh, yeah. There you go. So that That's is nuts. the Bunny Man. Wow. Thank you. I was so my thought was to then tie it all together because we like Snallygaster mentioned that it laid an egg in Burkittsville, so I was also going yes. to do the Blair Witch, but I was like, there's too much,
0: so we're going to keep this like one short most and sweet. Times and we'll, we talk about Maryland. There's just too much.
1: There's just too much. It's so weird. It's such a weird place.
0: Wow. Yeah. There we go. That is weird. That is wow. Okay. Whew. Maryland. Take a breath.
1: Snallygaster, man. I The first time I ever heard Stanley Gaster was for the festival. Listener Jenny attends each year. Um, hey Jenny, hi. I was invited one of the last years I lived there and I couldn't go or something and I really wanted to. But also, like, I don't have the stamina for beer festivals anymore. Like, I just, it takes a beer and a half for me to be, like, pleasant. And then I am, <laughs> like, tired. Ty- then once you get past a beer and a half, it's like, I'm tired. I want to go yeah. to sleep. And I'm going to be hungover.
0: Look day drinking is hard and i think we learned that from the snally gas when he fell into the uh distillery
1: oh poor snally gaster oh, oh. poor snally the festival has like its little logo is just a cute little dragon so oh, they well, did they they, they, they not didn't be that
0: other thing yeah Ooh. they didn't
1: have the weird thing vomiting up tentacles so but there you go the dr seuss Although- <laughs>
0: like rendering
1: Although the fact that the um the quote from the ice cream guy was throughout streamers just made me think of the um the car salesman
0: <laughs> dancing men the, the the wind the wind windsock is that what it is yeah like that kind you know like yeah that, and.
1: These uh-huh. deals, like that's what I thought of, which then made me think of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia when Sweet D gets so wasted and she's just like, I love this guy's moves. I am learning some amazing moves from this guy. <laughs> yeah, you're doing great. You got the moves.
0: You've had such good movement during this episode. I'm just a little sad I'm the only person who gets to see it, but it's still pretty great. I mean, you did say you didn't want to see me move like a spider or a crab ever again. I really don't, and I see that you're doing it again, which I don't appreciate, but the windsock guy was a very good interpretive thing. There, It's also,
1: go. so if it's up here, it's windsock guy. If it's here, it's Muppet.
0: Oh, I like that too. <laughs> um,
1: this is a purely visual medium. I hope all the lizards are uh, really enjoying my mimicry here. Listeners, as you can tell, if you interact with us on social media, I'll do what you tell me to do. <laughs> <laughs> publicize that so uh if you know any stuff
0: right now (laughs)
1: particularly if you tie it to uh one of my interests in some ways such as maryland or such as witches or just local weird bunny men so um you can find us at wine times pod at uh, on instagram or on twitter mostly Instagram you can find us on our personal accounts I am at Katie Haas and mm is at true crime line 69 thank you as always to Chris Hansen for that and um you know short one this week uh we are kind of pre-recording this a little bit early because I am actually fully vaxxed and street legal and will be visiting my family soon I haven't seen them in some time um since way before the pandemic we we wanted to make sure to get one out and so you know again surprise bitch you thought you saw the last of maryland never
0: see the last of maryland keep sending us i wish i had a good comeback to that and i just don't i'm sorry nope nope Nope, none i'm just shaking my head over here
1: (laughs) so suggest your favorite tales again local mysteries especially considering the name of the podcast (coughs) Um, maryland It doesn't have to be Maryland. Um, Please. (laughs) I mean, Texas for M.M. Um, Or anywhere, honestly. We will look into. We like the suggestions. Um, It was fun to look into these things that I'd only heard of tangentially or never heard of at all. Like finding out there's a wolfman named Dwayo. Dwayo. Which sort of. (laughs) It made me think of Dwayne the Rock Johnson for some reason. I mean, he needs more attention. Well, he's big enough that you figure if he's covered in fur and has a bushy tail, he is a wolfman. Like, he's so large. I, I'll, I'll allow
0: it. I'll allow it. I like it. Yeah. Um,
1: maybe you should do Tales of Hawaii because they kicked out that cult that we talked about last week. And so I'm feeling warm fuzzies.
0: I have to give a plug for this great movie that we saw over the weekend called Finding Ohana. Oh, my gosh. It was like a newer version of The Goonies that's less offensive and also, it's set in Hawaii, so it's about Ooh. these kids who are also who are Native Hawaiian, but have grown up in New York, and they're like learning about their family and what it means to be Hawaiian and Hawaiian. Um, I don't want to say lore, you know, Hawaiian culture. It's really it was so it was so cute and well done. I obviously well, can I say it's well done? I don't know. I'm not Hawaiian. Maybe it was offensive to them. I don't know. It seemed to me like it was very well done. I re- we all really enjoyed it. It was great. So
1: so was this a was Chinese this government? was this a. Um, a fictional tale
0: yes okay Fine. much like the goonies kids go in search of lost pirate treasure to save a family
1: oh it
0: and they really cast great.
1: a lot of actual hawaiians
0: which is lovely yes and um, um i love anything with chris Parnell in it so <laughs> they do kind of he like he, he was not he, he was he was not one of the uh Native Hawaiians. Hawaii. I was no. referring to. No, 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 I know, but they do like a, almost like a drunk history thing, but where the kids are retelling the story, the history story that they learn, and mm-hmm. so, you know, it's the kids' voices being like, hey dude, yo, let's go be villains together, you know, but it's all, it's, it's good, it's good, it's really good. Excellent. Highly recommend
1: it. Yeah, literally, this uh, review from Polygon says Netflix made a touching version of The Goonies.
0: It's true, it's true. So there you go. <laughs> It's- so uh
1: listeners you'll find notes on these in, in, on these stories that we included today in the show notes including i'll throw in a link to finding ohana as well in case you want to check Yay, it out it is on so netflix it is. and um we'll talk to you soon i'll I'll be back with perhaps more maryland stories after re-upping my maryland chakras okay
0: oh, being back maryland on the chakras. east coast what color is the maryland chakra Huh? gold and black and white and uh-huh, red uh uh-huh <laughs> Uh Like the best flag in existence. Goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs)